You don't have to be a genius to see I don't know what I'm doing But don't just take it from me Cause you do a lot of dummy, dummy, dumb things Homo sapiens, my name is Kelly Abraham, and you are listening to I Promise I'm Smart, a postgrad podcast about growing up. I have a very special guest today. Uh, we went to college together, studied in Ireland together as we 18-year-olds, and one girl on our floor always called her businesswoman, which kind of became her nickname because she was always super busy being a boss around campus, working, giving two words, being president of Student Activities Council, etc. She is super generous and thoughtful and always has my back. So please welcome my very first guest, the bad, the boss woman, Carly Svek. <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> Thank you. Those are some kind words. Wow. <laughs> thank you so much for doing this. Yeah. Well, thank you for having me and thinking of me and what an honor it is to be your first guest on this show. Oh, I'm glad. I'm very excited. Um, but I'm going to start off with an assignment for you. Oh, I didn't know there was going to be homework. No. <laughs> yeah, we just graduated. <laughs> um, please describe yourself in high school in three words or phrases, and then describe your perception of me in high school in three words or phrases. Ooh. So starting with you. Okay, so starting with me, so your three words, I would probably say definitely bando. I don't know if that's Ooh. a word, I'll but... To expand on that a little bit for our listeners, a bando is someone who is like totally obsessed with band. All of my friends from high school came from the band hallway. <laughs> um, I was in band all four years. I did marching band three of those years. So yeah. I was just like, I got my senior year, I got the most spirited bando award. I love so, that. <laughs> what um, instrument did you play? Uh, I play, well, I still play uh, the saxophone. So, mm -hmm. sexy yeah. sax. Sexy sax woman, that is me. So, um, <laughs> that would be the first one. I think the second one would be like overwhelmed. I just feel like that is a word mm. that I've been thinking about when I think about my high school self. That's um, a good one. I just like thought that I needed to like take all these AP classes for no reason. Mm. <laughs> I don't know why I didn't have a goal to like <laughs> go to an Ivy league or anything, right. but I was just like, I have to take all these classes and was so. That, yeah. Did that help you a lot at Taylor? Like, did you, did those credits go towards stuff? Uh, no, like oh, God. none of, I mean, it helped me in my classes at Taylor because I felt like I was kind of ahead yeah. compared to people who hadn't taken AP classes. Like I felt prepared for college, but um, did I get any credit? Did I save any money? Absolutely not. Yeah. AP is a scam. It always has been. <laughs> we just Good need to, to know. like better our education system. That's a whole other soapbox we're not going to get on. Right oh, now. but that's good for listeners to know. <laughs> Don't take AP classes. Exactly. Don't do it. <laughs> um, and then I think the last one would probably be last word. I would definitely say like confused <laughs> so I know these are like kind of weird terms um I think confused in some of the best ways and some of the worst ways like yeah I just didn't really understand like how to be like 
in my body, you know, like as myself. Yeah. Um, and then, but then at the same time, I also was like, I'm so confused about my faith. What the heck does this even mean? Yeah. And that led to some really good like conversations and questioning and, and some really good growth that happened in college. So, yeah. um, well, those are good ones, except that my initial perception of you when we first met what, which we can talk about later, was that you were really like confident and chill and like sure of yourself. So you just didn't seem confused at all. You were like the least confused of all of us, I feel like. But Maybe I'm just really good at acting or something. <laughs> yeah, you just like keep it calm on the outside. Do you want me to see what my three for you were? I couldn't be affected. Your, what I yeah, thought if, if you have them, yeah. So I think the first word, of course, is musical. Because <laughs> one of the first things I ever learned about Kelly when I met her um, was that she was the star of her <laughs> senior year musical. She, yes, ladies and gentlemen, she was the, um, she played Maria in <laughs> The Sound of Music in her high school. And I got the privilege of watching that. Oh, wait. So tell me, like, did I, was that one of the first things I said to you? Like, why did that come up so early on? So when we first met at summer orientation, I remember we were like, what is this Ireland trip? We were both getting, yeah. <laughs> and we were walking somewhere, I think, to the dining commons or something. And I asked you, like, what do you do, like, in high school? Like, what activities are you involved in? Oh. And you were like, I love doing musicals. And I was like, <laughs> I'm musical too. So, and oh. I just, like, find it really easy to, like, bond with people who either engage in in music or like play musical instruments or whatever yeah. so that was like that's one of those words that I think always sticks with me is like the biggest one when I think of Kelly in high school uh-huh. that's so um, funny I think too for some reason like class clown is kind of coming into, into play here I think but also like a classy, like perfectly timed witty. Um, sure. Yeah. (laughs) You know, like someone who's like, someone who knows like how to read the room and when a joke needs to be said, like she'll say it. That is very high praise. Thank you. Just because like there, you know, there are like some people that are class clowns where you're just like, okay, like knock it off. Like you've been doing this (laughs) all year. That is like, I don't know. I just felt like on our Ireland trip, which is when a lot of my first perceptions of you like came into play. Mm -hmm. I just was like, oh, she like says funny things like in the perfect moments. Ooh. um, Well, I hope that that was true. But I feel like in high school, most of my jokes were like about poop and like sex. (laughs) (laughs) And so I like in middle school, fun fact, was sent to the principal's office for singing I Just Had Sex by the Lonely Island. After school was over, I was like outside waiting for my mom to pick me up. And then a boy told on me and was like, Kelly's disgusting. And I had to go to the (laughs) principal's office. Because I just was like obsessed with the Lonely Island and the thought sex was the funniest thing in the world, even though I was afraid of boys. Was? (laughs) Still am, definitely. (laughs) Um, And then was that two things? That was two, yeah. So then the third one would be, I think flirty would be my third third one. Because even though like you and I both 
resonate with this. We're kind of afraid of boys. And I was totally afraid of boys in high school as well. Like I was just like, it was not really much like a fear. It was more just like, y'all kind of suck. And I just don't really want to get involved in (laughs) Um, And, but I could see you being someone that's like, I'm going to flirt with this boy and then run away. (laughs) I think I didn't realize how flirty I was because people would say that I led them on and stuff. And I was like, what? Like, I had no idea. And I feel like I flirted with guys, girls. Like, I didn't think, I didn't realize, like, what I was doing. But that was was probably, those are probably three somewhat accurate things besides being witty. (laughs) Um, Oh, Kelly, I think you're totally witty. (laughs) Thank you. I don't know if we're in high school, but I think you're (laughs) My three for you was that, you, I, I would assume that you were like a low key popular person in high school, as in, I know I'm trying to keep it in words or phrases, but then I explain each one. Um, but you were probably friends with everybody and just like kind of chill. So like you're probably well known and like involved in a lot of things. Okay. And then, so that leads to number two, which is busy, which is part of my, (laughs) um, perception of you in college because I know you did like dance and band in high school so overwhelmed very busy yeah overwhelmed and and then a really good student was my third one Hmm. but (laughs) fun fact I only got one C in high school nice and it was in an AP economics course oh and it was funny enough for our listeners my major actually was in economics so I proved that teacher in my senior year of high school wrong because he yeah. was like, you're never going to succeed in economics. And I was like, try me, bitch. Oh, so. What an awful, I hate when teachers say like, you're never going to succeed. Because yeah. I had a really bad um, experience with a, with like our career counselor person in high school, basically saying tailors for people who are like smart <laughs> and that I what? shouldn't go there. <laughs> But after like, being there for four years, I definitely would disagree. With yeah, it's like I, I think there are some even dumber people than me at Taylor. But we already touched on this a tiny bit. But um, when we first met, because um, I think we were each other's like first people that we met at Taylor. Mm-hmm. So you said summer O, which is orientation for freshmen. And we were in this little Ireland group because our first semester ever we went to Ireland um, so we were at Taylor before we left for Ireland, but we um, were just meeting some of the people that were going on the trip, and we were sitting in this circle outside, and Carly had sunglasses on and long, dark hair, and she was like, so does anybody else have no idea what's happening? And I was like, me, let's be friends. <laughs> uh, see, that was the moment where I let my guard down and was like, I'm confused as well. But, I'm usually always confused, but sometimes I try to mask it. But at that point, I was like, what is happening? No, I loved that you addressed it. Like, that made you seem more confident that you were just like, nobody told us, like, what this is. <laughs> and we were, we were just told to sit in a circle and, like, get to know each other. Yeah. Because so you, like, took charge. Yeah, they, like, took everyone else and put them in groups that they were going to be in in the fall. And with leaders, right? With leaders, Like, we yeah. didn't even have a leader. They were, like... Uh, hey, freshman Irish studies program people just like go over there on the side. Yeah. <laughs> like what? What the frick? So yeah. 
Yes. So then we became friends and went to Ireland together. And I wanted to talk about our drop off in Kinsale. Oh my God. Um, so in Ireland, we did this thing called a drop off toward the end of our um, study abroad, where they basically put you in groups and then drop you off with money and say like, good luck surviving and like getting to know the culture and then meet back here at the end of your time and like work with the budget and all this stuff. So they drop us off like middle of nowhere, Kinsale, little town. And was it in, was it in Cork or is Kinsale a county? We had to, they dropped us off at the Dublin train station. They said, go get to Kinsale on your own. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my word. Good thing we had you because you, um, another nickname you had in high school was CPS because those are your initials and you are a human GPS because I am directionally challenged and you got us everywhere we needed to go. So I was so glad I was in your group. But I wanted to talk about Kinsale because we did this little thing called a ghost tour. Yes. Um, and I looked on on like a website because I wanted to see if people reviewed it. So it said, oh, it's a ghost tour starting at the Tap Tavern, so a little Irish pub. And then this this older man was going to take us around the town and talk about like, was it kind of like the history of the town and also the go- the ghost, um, mm-hmm. what are legends. those called? Yeah, the ghost legends. And so it's, like, fun, but kind of educational. And I saw, so all of the, like, reviews were, like, five stars, like, so fun, so cute. And um, this one reviewer, I'm going to call them out because they gave it, like, one star, Stalking the Good Life uh, from Yardley, Pennsylvania. Um, I'm calling them out because they put, in all caps, NOT A GHOST TOUR. Wish we had done our homework before paying. This is NOT A GHOST TOUR. Guys, jump out of the darkness in costumes. On the second stop, they had a tour patron don a red clown wig. We bowed out after that, and we're also out the $20 we paid for the GHOST TOUR. They should put the word GHOST in quotes on their sign with three exclamations. And I was like... What did you expect? Like, yeah. what? what's a real ghost tour? <laughs> I was so confused by that. That is like one of those things where I'm like, okay, first of all, learn the culture of the country <laughs> that you're in. Ireland is like, nobody takes anything seriously there. No. Yeah. And yeah. Like, there is no way that they would ever like do one of those like actual haunted like tour <laughs> things yeah like of course it's funny you know it's just like and it's and then on top of that it's like what was it like 10 euro or something like that yeah like, of course ridiculous and I, and I also think Irish culture is very much like they love telling stories and being funny yeah. um and yeah there's like all kinds of legends like that they base lots of things on for fun like they're not taking things seriously um yeah. So I thought that was funny, but the reason I included Kinsale was because one of the embarrassing moments I thought of was, so it was really dark out when we went, and I was kind of on edge because I don't like scary things. I didn't know what to expect, and there had been a couple jump scares, and the guy giving our tour, this poor guy, was like literally talking normally and made eye contact with me, and I screamed like in his face, and he was like, what is wrong with you? Because nothing happened. And I was just like, oh my God. And um, I just thought that was super embarrassing because I was like sweating for no reason. And he was like, calm down. <laughs> That's not scary. No, to be honest, like the ambiance was scary, but obviously like the actual 
like scares that happened were not scary at all yeah I guess we we did go through cemeteries and stuff yeah like a graveyard and a back alley and (laughs) I remember when that one guy um jumped out of the the rubbish bin as they call it (laughs) and Abigail who was one of our friends who was with us there literally screamed like bloody murder (laughs) like she just screamed so hard it was hilarious it like echoed all throughout the town Oh, wait, that actually was the best one because it was the least expected, even though because we that was when like we knew something was coming. So you didn't know where to look. And and that was like the last place I thought someone would jump out of. I remember looking over and being like, that's a very strategically placed Mm. bin. (laughs) And then I like and then I was standing right next to it. And while he was telling the story, I was like, I'm going to back away from this bin. And I (laughs) went to the other side. But Abigail and you like had no idea. And then he popped out of it. And everyone was like, screaming. It took me way too long to realize that it was the same man like running ahead of us every time to the next destination. No, I kind of want to like, I want them to do a like YouTube series of like behind the scenes Kinsale ghost tour, you know, like, and then he he has like a little GoPro and he's (laughs) running ahead. We're with these other like drunk adults and we're just like four random girls, American girls that like, don't know what to expect. I think my favorite part was the the saucy uh, innuendos that were put in. Thank you for bringing that up. Yes. I couldn't find I couldn't find that like poem slash song. Oh, like the only thing I remember was um, so there was this part where we went up to a church and the gate was locked and so then this, the guy who was trying to be this woman, um, <laughs> Sheila, <laughs> Sheila. Yes. Oh my God. That's her name. Sheila. Okay. So Sheila, right. Like was coming out of the church and she was like wearing this red, terrible red wig yes. and like had this dress on and like this like scraggly nose and everything. It was crazy. Mm-hmm. And she like comes up to the gate and she starts like saying this poem and the Again, I don't remember the whole thing, Mm-mm. but it was about uh, Sheila and Seamus. Yeah. And she was like basically like a ghost looking for her dead lover or something like that. Mm-hmm. And she said this line that said, Seamus, won't you shame me? <laughs> Take me fishing and I'll show you what's in me nets. And I was like... <laughs> And we like quoted that for the rest of the trip. And um, we like Kelly and I. This is just, this was another reason why Kelly and I bonded. <laughs> and we're dying laughing. <laughs> like what is Take this? Take me fishing. I'll show you what's in me nets. Oh, it's so good. That was my favorite. Oh, he was so cute. The man that gave the tour. He was so cute. <laughs> so on this podcast, I like to talk about embarrassing moments in my life. Um, maybe it's a weird form of therapy I'm not sure but the two stories that I thought of to talk about with you um are not from childhood they're from college so um and it's not even they're not even good stories I just think about them a lot um (laughs) because so this first one um I think it's the dumbest thing I ever did in college, which is saying, which is like pretty good that it's the dumbest thing I ever did in college because when you say that to someone, their mind goes to a million different things. Mm-hmm. But this was literally just one day I, um, I, when I used a Lysol wipe on my asshole. <laughs> <laughs> 
so I used a Lysol wipe and wiped myself with it because I was like, I just want to be extra clean. And this is probably like a <laughs> wipe. Um, and, and I was like, oh no, that burns so bad, like so bad. And I was telling you about it. I was like, what do I do? My butt's burning. And you were like, Kelly, Lysol wipes have bleach in them. What is wrong with you? Like, <laughs> use a makeup wipe or something. And I, um, and I was like, yeah, I learned that that's not the kind of bleach you want down there. Oh, you don't want any bleach down there. Well, <laughs> I guess you do. I guess if you're into that. You bleach <laughs> don't some people bleach their butthole? <laughs> they bleach the hair. They bleach <laughs> the hair around the butthole. I don't actually know how that works. If you're listening and you know, Please explain to me. I have never, I just have no idea. And I Sorry. don't think I want to know. But <laughs> I remember that day. I remember coming into your room and you were like walking weird. And I was like, really? Okay? Yeah. And like, I like, I, I just like, I wanted to feel clean. So I used to Lysol wipe on in my butt crack. And I was like, <laughs> What? <laughs> And I said, that's not the same thing as a wet wipe. You know that, right? <laughs> and yeah, and but you know what? We all gotta learn these We things. gotta learn our lessons. <laughs> I just like, don't know how you like looked at it and didn't see like, you know, kills 99.9% bacteria. And you didn't think, huh, maybe I shouldn't use this on my skin. <laughs> well, I was like, oh, it's gonna make me so clean. Oh and then I and then I learned that oh because it is killing bacteria like violently on your skin but I just had to bring that up because oh, such a good story um and then before I get to the next one I requested on my Instagram story that people send me embarrassing moments from growing up and only a few people were brave enough to share so I'm very happy that one of those people happened to be your good friend Eden who turned who <laughs> is my friend too. She, um, we have met through you, but she's like your best friend from childhood. And, uh, so she sent me some fun stories. Would you like to hear them? Yes, I would love to hear them. I um, probably was there for a lot of them. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, the first one says, I pushed Carly off a swing once and she fell in the wood chips and I felt so bad that I sat next to her and covered myself in wood chips. Do you remember that? I do remember that. That was a it was a second grade recess experience. Oh. Second grade? I think it was second grade. I had like my swing and it was like the swing that I would always go on every oh, single day at recess. Yeah. And something about me as a child was that I actually was low-key just just like most children, but like looking back on it now, especially like the person that I am now and the self-actualization I've done, um, <laughs> I was like a mean person to my friends. Like I was very self-centered and oh, just- we all were. That's it was so funny. You. I like would just be so dramatic about everything. It was really funny. Anyway. Uh, we um, all were. And so one day Eden had gotten to my swing <laughs> for me. And then she got up to go do something and I stole it. I like ran and booked <laughs> it across the playground and like got to it before she could get back. Playground rules. Exactly. Like first come, first serve, swing <laughs> basis, you know? 
And she got so mad at me. And I just like stood there. I, sorry, I sat on the swing and I didn't like do anything. And I just stood there and like, basically like stuck my tongue in her face and was like, <laughs> uh-huh. like I got my swing back. And then she pushed me off of the, she like full force, both hands, like, like just pushed me <laughs> off of the swing. I fell, I like did a somersault over oh. myself. And I just literally stood there because for the listeners, Eden and I have been friends since we were like three years old. So like, she's always, she's never done anything like that to hurt me before. And so I was just, I just like stood there and looked stunned, like wide eyed was just like, what the heck did you just do? And then she felt so bad. She started crying and then she like got down on her knees and like started putting wood chips all over that's the best part even it out or something I don't know it was so yes that was a good uh good memory from second grade but the fact that she didn't mention anything about you deserving it means she might not even remember like what you did to lead up to that she just remembers pushing you off a swing and feeling really bad yep yeah well I remember everything Um, and then she said, in high school, I fell from the ceiling in my climbing gym class. And then, oh, she also said, in high school, I pretty much almost shat my pants at freshman year homecoming dance. Oh, Do yes. you remember that? Mm-hmm, I do remember that. I wasn't there for the, the gym class one because we were in separate gym classes that year. But um, yeah, the homecoming one. So Sorry, Eden, I'm outing you right now. But Eden is lactose intolerant. Aww. She can say, she'll say, I know I can hear her voice right now. She'll say, it's lactose sensitive, but she actually is mm. just intolerant. <laughs> um, and she, um, we had gone to Olive Garden for like pre-homecoming dinner. Um, and she had gotten like chicken alfredo or something, something that had a lot of cheese and dairy in it. Yeah. And this was before she realized that she could start taking dairy pills before she would eat something with dairy in it. So she wouldn't have explosive diarrhea. But yeah, so we were like on the dance floor and all of a sudden she was like, oh crap, like I gotta go. And so of course, like, you know, girls restrooms at dances like are always filled with people Mm -hmm. because the girls are like redoing their lipstick or like you know using the um hand dryers to like shake off (laughs) the sweat dry the sweat and stuff like that um and she just like went in there and just like totally ripped it I wasn't in the bathroom but she like ripped one it was huge and then she kind of just like had to sit there and wait for the bathroom to kind of clear out. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Nobody remembers that, Eden. It's okay. Yeah. I, I mean, who knows who was in the bathroom? Yeah. I remember it. It was funny. Her face was like pure terror before she went. Oh. <laughs> we can cut that out if she wants, but we're probably not gonna. Nope. Nope. You did uh, that to yourself, Eden. Yeah, I said you could be anonymous. Okay, and then she has two more. So one in college. On my 21st, I did karaoke with Carly, and we sang One Direction, and I immediately threw up afterwards. Oh, yes. That was a good time as well. My 21st birthday. I, yeah, we were in a karaoke bar. It was just us and, like, three other old people. 
And we were singing That's What Makes You Beautiful by One Direction. We were both very drunk. That's so funny. Very drunk. And um, yeah, there's a video of me going, everybody clap during the clap part of the song. (laughs) And then it's my friend who's taking the video and he just like pans over and no one, there's like no one in the bar. And I'm just like up there. Love up there that. clapping my hands like a crazy person it was really funny did she finish the song and then go to the bathroom yes okay yeah. so she made she, it to the toilet she was like hiccuping all night and <laughs> yeah then she threw up so good times i relate girl um <laughs> And then she also got her fake ID busted in college at a bar um, in Chicago and got thrown out into the streets by herself. That was yeah. her last one. Yes, I was not there for that one. I was at Taylor, but she told me about it. <laughs> so those are some good stories. Thank you, Eden. Yes, thanks, Eden. Um, and then before I get to my last closing embarrassing story do you have any any um embarrassing stories that you feel comfortable talking about I feel like I've talked way too much I would love to share one so I'm gonna share the one that I wrote okay quick sub story here no you're good my high school had this thing called writer's week where they would bring in it was usually like this time every year it was like the end of February they would bring in a bunch of different authors Um, or like people that were in like the writing arts. So like if they were screenwriters or something like that, you know, whatever, they would bring in a bunch of like people, the English department would, and they would host like talks, um, about, you know, writing techniques, stories that they had, they would share poems that they'd written. It was really cool. Um, but they also would have like a couple hours a day dedicated for student writers Um, and so you would, it was like a big thing for your senior year if you got like put into writer's week. So I wrote my most embarrassing moment into a story Oh, and then once again, shared it in writer's week in front of like, it was like during a lunch hour. So it was like the busiest hour, like the entire auditorium was full. Um, and yeah, so I'll share it again because yeah. it's, it's a crowd favorite. <laughs> do you think I know it? I don't know if you do. You no. might know. You might know like the gist of it, but I don't think you know all the details. Okay, let's go. So, um, all right. So it was fifth grade. So I was probably ten or eleven, mm-hmm. um, and. I was like a very, very competitive girl on the playground, especially when I got into fourth and fifth grade. I was like the fastest kid and I like was good at all the sports and all stuff. Anyway, mm-hmm. so I, that year particularly, I was really into like Foursquare and I would play Foursquare for like every recess. Yes. So I had finally made it to like the King, like King Square. Yeah. And I was like, yes, like I'm dominating. And I could feel that I like had to go to the bathroom. Oh. But I was like, no, like I'm not going to give up my my spot. And like, oh. we're probably going in for lunch soon anyway. So I'll mm-hmm. just wait. So I waited, I ignored it. And then we got to the lunchroom and this story actually involves Eden. Um, so there was this like program assistant who none of us liked. 
Um, she was like really mean and they would like walk around with like garbage cans on like wheels throughout lunchtime for kids to like throw trash in so that mm-hmm. they wouldn't put it on the floor, which was totally pointless because they literally like had to like ki- kids put their trash on the floor anyway. But anyway, yeah. um, and there was this one program assistant who we really didn't like because she was mean and she would always write people up and mm-hmm. it was terrible. Like and fifth graders fifth graders I know they're the worst um (laughs) and so that day for hot lunch they had like those potato wedges yeah if anyone went to public school you know what I'm talking about (laughs) um the state made lunches that they would give us Uh um and so Eden took one and we were like putting them on sporks and then flicking them at each other Mm -hmm. and um one of my other friends did it, but she did it too hard and it landed in this program assistant's hair. <laughs> and like she she wore a wig, so it just like stuck there oh. and she had no idea. And she was like walking around for the rest of the lunch period with it in her hair. But obviously to a 10-year-old, that is so funny. Yeah. Right? And so I everyone in my table started bursting out laughing. <laughs> and I lost control of my bladder because <gasps> I was laughing so much. Oh. I emptied my entire bladder all into my jeans. I still remember the jeans. Oh. They were like a light wash and they had like flowers. Yeah. You remember how they, we used to have jeans that were like embroidered with yes. stuff. Yeah. So I still remember it was those jeans. And I mean, like light colored jeans are not oh. forgiving when you wet yourself. And so, yeah, so I emptied my entire bladder. I was 10 years old, very oh. much potty trained. Right. And oh. then, so I thought that was going to be the worst part. I turned to my friend. I was like, Emily, I just peed. And she was like, like a little. And I was like, no, like a lot. And she like looked down and I mean, it was just everywhere. It was everywhere. And the program assistant came over and was like, oh my gosh. And she like picked me up by the arm and she made me go sit on front of the, at the front of the cafeteria on the stage, (gasps) wait for someone to come and escort me to the nurse. What? Yeah. So not only did it happen in front of my friends, but then I had to go sit with wet pants in front of the entire school or the entire like fifth and sixth grade and sit there with wet pants. And I, I will say it, that woman deserved to be laughed at for the potato wedge. Yeah, that is awful. Deserved a lot more than getting a potato wedge chucked at her. Oh my word. Um, so yeah, then someone escorted me to the nurse and I was obviously in tears because I was just Aww. so embarrassed, you know, and the worst part, she didn't have any more girls' jeans available, so I had to wear boys' jeans all day. And Why did they just the elastic waistband thing? Oh. It was really sad. It was a sad So day. sad. I did not know that story. Yeah. So. I feel like when kids are in elementary school, you should let them go home, like, when that stuff happens. That's so yeah. sad. I know. Honestly, like, what was I going to miss for the rest of the afternoon? Yeah. That was so important. I remember yeah. I came home and just was, like, sobbing to my oh. mom and stuff. Oh. And 
the nurse like called home and was like, does your daughter have like bladder control issues? Oh like, my word. Just like, you know, I was 11. Like I shouldn't be peeing my But yeah, it's like a one-time thing. Calm yeah. down, school. Honestly, it still happens. No. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I'm peeing right now. <laughs> I actually. <laughs> I wear a diaper. Oh yeah. So that's, that's one of my most embarrassing moments for sure. No. Well, look at you now. <laughs> and I, I've thrown up in class. You've peed your pants. Maybe mm-hmm. it makes us more empathetic to like kids now and totally. helps us become better people. So look at us. We can live through all kinds of embarrassment. We can. We totally can. I've taken up enough of your time, but I do have my last story. Mm. Um, and it's, is, it involves South Korea. So it's not a Taylor story, but it was... Um, so I did an internship in South Korea the summer before our senior year. And I went with a couple girls. Um, a couple of them were from Taylor, and one of them was from South Korea. And um, we went to a bathhouse because Korean spas are like incredibly affordable and like everywhere. Um, so I wanted to get the full treatment, so I paid like a couple bucks extra to get a full body scrub. And so, if you haven't heard about Korean spas, you you basically will walk around butt naked and everybody else is butt naked and that's just kind of how it is and there's different hot tub- <laughs> there's different like hot tubs or saunas that you can try out and um and it sounds not sanitary it kind of probably isn't but so I went to get this scrub and it's this thing where they they scrub you really hard like exfoliate all of your skin mm-hmm. and so I was afraid because I didn't want to get like a painful one. I just wanted a little gentle exfoliant and I have really sensitive skin. So they were trying to explain to me how to say in Korean like that I wanted to be, that I wanted it to be gentle. And I was like nervous and I'm butt naked. Like I, I've never <laughs> been <laughs> butt naked in front of this many people ever. Um, so this this little Korean woman is scrubbing me down and we, we do not speak the same language at all. And... Um, and it's like a super oily and slippery. And she is, she has underwear on, but is topless. And her long, saggy boobs, for lack of a better descriptor, um, are hanging over me while she's scrubbing me down. Oh. And like, and so her boobs kept slapping my back while she's scrubbing me. And I'm not used to that feeling. So no. my instinct in that kind of a situation is for somebody to say sorry. And of course, she's not going to apologize. So every time she'd hit me with her boobs, I'd go, oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. <laughs> and she doesn't even speak English. So I'm just laying there making sounds every time she like oh my touches God. me. And it was so weird, like just this crazy experience. Um, and you know, like my back's in the way of her getting her work done. I'm like, oh, sorry. And, um, that was just something that I thought was funny, embarrassing, and also completely made me a new woman because it's just like really me putting myself out there and trying new things. And um, I did not know about that story. And I (laughs) am proud of you for putting yourself out there and doing that. Thank it's you. weird. Yeah. Other countries, like, they really don't care about nudity in yes. other countries, like, at all. They're just, like, we're like we're all naked underneath our clothes. And I'm like, it's true, actually. It's kind of true. Yeah, I wish that, like, 
I mean, I don't know. I guess we are pretty comfortable in some ways as a culture with like showing skin, but it's, it is interesting. Like even in Ireland on the news, they showed like more violence than I'm used to seeing on our news channels here. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like we censor more things here. I don't know if that um, is accurate, but yeah. yeah. Um, and well, yeah, I think we have a problem too with like every time someone's like naked, it's like sexy. And it's like, yeah, sometimes it's like not, you know, like, yeah. like you don't look at like Botticelli's like v- birth of Venus painting and you're like, wow, she's so sexy. You know, it's like the right, point is to try to show like the human body's beautiful, you know? Yeah. And I went to Christian schools my whole life, so I'm very much, like, not used to sexual things or, like, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I was, I feel like I got a reputation around the dorm for, like, not wearing <laughs> clothes as a joke, but, um, but yeah, I just was, like, so not used to that kind of stuff, so it really uh, helped to shape me, and that's why it's good to put yourself out there and be willing to be embarrassed, like exactly. making a podcast, you know? <laughs> I don't think there's anything embarrassing about this. Well, thank you. Um, But okay, I have taken all of your time and that is actually really good timing. So thank you so, so much for joining me, Carly. Thank you so much for having me, Kelly. This is an honor to be part of the first episode. I'm excited to hear more. Oh, yay. Um, Okay, well, goodbye. Maybe I'll do it in an outro after. Okay, bye. Bye. Boy, oh boy, I just had so much fun, and I hope you had as much fun as I did. What did we learn today? Our lesson of the day, I guess, is don't take AP classes and never use a Lysol wipe on your sensitive areas. The fun facts that we have today, we'll pick three from the National Institute of Environmental Health Sciences. Um, Fact number one, dreamt is the only English word that ends in the letters MT. Number two, almonds. Almonds? Almonds. I don't know what you say. I think I say almonds. They're a member of the peach family. I did not know that, and these facts are for children. The third fact of the day is that tigers have striped skin, not just striped fur. All right, that's my episode today. Thank you so much for listening. Have an amazing one. (laughs) Okay, bye. (laughs) 